welcome to Define the Relationship podcast, a podcast where we explore the relationship we have with the Bible and ourselves. I'm one of your hosts, Darlene Enstick. And I'm the other host, Ted Enstick. And as you can tell from our names, we belong together. I just defined the relationship. Good morning, Seeds community and anybody else that's listening. Welcome to podcast number 32 on Define the Relationship. And it's... Hi, Ted. Hi, I'm Ted. (laughs) I'm Darlene. (laughs) We are in our home, what's become our home office, home studio. And... Yeah, we're. We, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, and um, so we're going to call it a new season. This is season two. I don't know, season two. Let's call it. Sure, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is uh, going to be an explanation, an exploration of what we are attempting to do at Seeds this fall, and full um, disclosure here, we have. Um, spent probably the last half hour trying to figure out the right language to describe what we are doing this fall. (laughs) And, uh, uh, so we're going to be bringing some things to you today. You you said we spent 30 minutes trying to come up with language, but what you didn't say is that we were very unsuccessful at coming up with good language. Yes. Well, I was just going to say that, um, what we're bringing to you today is, a description of what we're doing, but I think we're going to need a bit of help from you. So that's kind of what I wanted to, um, start off with because language is important and we're, I think we have a clear idea sort of, (laughs) 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 of what our vision is and what we're experimenting with. Um, but we're struggling with language. So, uh, don't be just a listener, put your, um, contributor hat on, uh, and maybe you can be part of helping us think about, um, good language for this. So, um, we're having, um, we've talked a lot at Seeds about hybrid and that we are approaching this fall in a hybrid mindset. So Ted, just kind of start by talking to us a little bit about what is hybrid seeds hybrid? What does the word hybrid even mean? And why are we, um, why do we have that approach? Okay. So, I mean, simply the, the word hybrid means when you combine two different things to make something new, we are familiar with hybrid cars in our time cars that are both electrical and gas and they work together and um, there's some real benefits to hybrid cars because they go much further on much less gasoline they're better for the environment we understand that also in we live in an agricultural area so hybrid seeds are something that we may not be as familiar with but hybrids in seeds are when you bring characteristics um, maybe drought resistance in certain plants with being able to produce a more plentiful crop and you bring that together and you make a new seed that works well in, in, in drought, but also is quite, um, fruitful in its ability to produce. So, um, so we're familiar with hybrid that way. And just to kind of do a little bit of history like the last year, we moved to a more hybrid way of doing church because of dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. We were, 
shut into our houses. We weren't able to meet in large groups. We were doing virtual connections for a lot of the time. And we were really experiencing the suffering of being isolated from each other as a community. Um, it was hard to be the church when we couldn't be together. So when we finally had opportunity to meet in some smaller groups, we decided to hybridize our church experience and not focus as much on the larger group gatherings, but making opportunities for people to gather in smaller groups when we could. So the hybrid, the mixing was large and small. Yeah, that was the mix of large and small. And we've always been, we've never used the language, but in a sense, Seeds has always been a hybrid church in that we have valued our large group gatherings and we have tried to foster as many cell groups, small groups to meet often in homes to create a, a better environment for connection and relationship. And I think we started thinking about the word hybrid because we were faced with an unprecedented sort of context and we needed to figure out how to be church in a different way. And in many ways, like we're still, obviously we're still wrestling with the pandemic, but we're also in a bit of a new world. You know, the pandemic has created um, a lot of questioning about like, uh, what is sustainable as a society? What is sustainable as a church? Like, can we keep doing things the way we did them two years ago? And um, I think we're talking, continuing to talk about hybrid because we are continuing to wrestle with what it means to be the church right now in our present um, environment and context. So, um, One of the things I think that we... Um, have valued a lot in the history of seeds is the ability to experiment with different um, things when something is working or not working or when somebody has an idea about something well let's just let's try that um, one of the things that I think has come out of um, a listening us as leaders listening to what's happening in the community and, and how people are navigating this particular stage of the pandemic and, you know, some transitions back into air quote, regular life and lots of uncertainty still. I think we're hearing that, um, by far people are not you know, wanting to jump in and, and resume, um, all the activity, all the, the ways that they've moved around in life before. And so there's like less capacity. Um, this is what we're hearing less capacity, more complexity. Mm -hmm. Um, the world has become more, more complex. We're more in touch with lots of issues that are happening in the world. So there's this sense of like, ah, oh, there's so much I want to learn about. There's so much complexity that I kind of would like to dig into, but also have less capacity. So can you talk a little bit about how um, maybe this has informed what our vision is in this next hybrid season? Yeah, that's a really good question. Like, um, not only are we hearing that people are feeling... Um, I'm not sure what the right word is, but sort of like running kind of on empty a lot um, emotionally and um, 
And we're seeing that and we're also experiencing it personally too. Like it's sure. when you're in a high challenge environment, um, you, you experience a lot of fatigue mentally, spiritually, and we're really seeing people experiencing that. Um, and, um, people are experiencing that in their school environments, the health environments, um, and we're also experiencing it in our church environment. And actually all these environments come kind of come together in our church community because we have people who are operating in all these places in the world. And when we come together as a church, they bring those worlds with them. So, um, so yeah, that's really part of our reality right now. And this, um, the second part of our, the reality is that, um, we want to be able to, I mean, at seeds, I mean, the, the core operating mission driving thing is, is to make Jesus real. So we want to be followers of Jesus and we want to live out what Jesus is inviting us to in our community. And, we can't keep doing that the same way we did it two years ago because our environment has changed a lot. Um, and speaking of environment, or maybe you were getting to that. I might have gotten there eventually, but maybe you want to say like... Well, um, a number of years ago, we articulated very clearly through a process um, of various questions to help articulate who we are and what we do at Seeds. And the the question of like was asked like what do we do and we articulated pretty clearly that what we do at seeds is we create environments so in everything that we're doing we're always trying to create environments for people to connect to themselves to others and to god and um so cell groups are an environment. Worship on Sunday mornings is an environment. The grab and run, if you've been with us for a long time, you know, that that used to be an environment that we created. And everything kind of contributes to this environment. So in this current context, we've been thinking about what kind of environments can we create for people to connect to God, self, and others. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, that's a really good, good thing to say, because um, when we ask, well, what should we be doing? We, we ask the question, like, what would be an environment that would help us connect to God, self and others? And um, in this particular stage of our life in the world, um, it's a little trickier to say, well, OK, we can have every Sunday a large group gathering which is an environment to connect to god self and others and also on top of that create environments for people to connect in small groups and we have social issues that we are um we feel very called to connect with specifically right now um the indigenous reconciliation um, questions that have been raised over the last couple of years i mean it's not just in the past couple of years but we have a new environment um that's been spurred on by the finding of residential school uh, unmarked graves. That's really made us ask the question. And also because the church was very involved in that residential school system and our governments, we want to really dig into that in a way that allows us to take um, some responsibility for that and to work to be reconcilers in our community with people of indigenous heritage. And, um, 
where's there time for that in this environment? And so we're thinking, okay, these are important things to do. We don't have the capacity to do um, all these things stacked on top of each other. We want to make environments that allow us to do this in a sustainable way. And so I think that's what's brought us to hybrid thinking. Yeah, that we have this space on on Sunday mornings, this space of worship. And how can we think about worship in expanded ways? Um, so hence, um, both the opportunity and the difficulty of language and articulation. But let's, let's, we, for now, we've kind of said, okay, our, our plan for the fall in this hybrid is we're going to call it, um, option A and option B. Yeah. We, uh, got some of the best PR firms involved (laughs) to help us come up with language that would market what we're trying to do. And the best we could come up with is option A and option B. And, um, this might sound a bit like a joke, but there's actually um, there's something freeing about giving what we're doing a very generic understanding that there's two different ways of doing and being church um, over the fall. And we have to say, too, that like this, we don't know how far into the future this way of doing church is going to go. We want to, with a, a spirit of experimentation and not being afraid to try some things and maybe some things won't work and we'll learn from them. We want to try two options of how we gather on Sunday mornings. Sunday morning is going to continue to be um, that thing that comes every week and we're going to toggle between option A and option B. So do you want to talk about option A and when that happens and what's basically going to happen on option A Sundays? Right. Okay. So Sunday A is, oh, I'm already struggling with the okay. word option, but anyway, the A, the A Sundays are what you, what you would all think of as a regular worship. So these are kind of more the traditional that we gather as a whole community and we sing together and we pray together and, and we, um, listen to something together and that happens every other Sunday. And not to forget coming around the table and to we come around the table of the yes. bread and body of Christ. Exactly. So that's a option a, and we just had an option a Sunday this past week. Um, we're today it's September what is the date today anyway? September 18th? 17th. 17th. Yeah. And on September 12th, we had an option A Sunday. Yeah. And then option B on the alternative Sunday is our opportunity to kind of experiment with many different things. And so um, I think some Sundays that's going to look like um, connecting to Prairie Church, so a pr- a connecting to an outdoor experience, because again, a lot of people are talking about, wow, I feel so scattered and ungrounded and untethered in my life. And 
nature is like the only thing that helps me connect to God. And so we want to create help to make space for environments for people to get outside and be guided. So it's not like it's not just going to be a walk, but it's going to be a guided opportunity for us to connect with God. This is worship. This is not like, well, we don't have church this Sunday. Yeah, we do. We have worship and it's going to look like this is going to be one of our options. And when, and there's also going to be other opportunities for cell groups to gather. Um, and on some Sundays it's going to look like a learning opportunity. So on October 17th, we have a blanket exercise that is on the schedule and we're going to be led in a worship experience to learn, um, about some of the indigenous history. And so all of those kind of like those different things are going to happen on the B Sundays. Yes. And we are coming up on a B Sunday today. We're recording this on a Friday and this Sunday, the 19th will be an option B Sunday. And, um, we have two, um, specific opportunities that you can be a part of if you don't have, you're not a part of uh, a regular meeting cell group. Some cell groups will be probably meeting sometime on Sunday or during the week to connect, but we will have both the Prairie Church opportunity, which um, will be a facilitated outside opportunity. And the other opportunity will be inside at the exchange um, where we normally gather for option A, <laughs> events, there will be a pop-up cell opportunity. So that's a small group environment for people who aren't connected to a specific cell group. And um, there will be a relational connection, some sharing, some input, some prayer. And, um, but it'll, be, it'll probably be a much smaller group. It'll probably be like 10 to 20 people. So it'll be very different than our 100-plus people that gathered for option A this past week. So does that sound pretty clear to everybody? <laughs> so, so if if some of you have some creative ideas for uh, what to call this, ex- you know, besides A and B, um, thing, or thing one, thing I'm, one thinking thing Doc, two. I'm thinking Dr. Seuss, maybe, <laughs> maybe, we, yeah, maybe we just have to get T-shirts. We're avoiding language like well, worship Sundays and learning Sundays because, like. Everything, all of this is really about worship. If we think about worship in terms of um, openness and connection and responsiveness to to ourselves and others and God, mm-hmm. like that's worship. So, yeah, it's like I, I think we mentioned this when we had our our last congregational meeting, which was done virtually on Zoom. That. Um, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew word for worship. Um, so, for example, in the in the Ten Commandments, where it says, "You should shall not worship any other god but God," that word worship is the exact same. Um, I guess it's a verb. It's the same verb for when they're talking about work, mm-hmm. like uh, the work of making a meal or the work of uh, building a fence or something. And so we have to be very careful when we use the word worship to describe uh, when we gather as a large group 
to sing and connect. Of course, that's worship. But we're also worshiping when we gather to talk about the life of our church and where we're going and how the money that is that we have at our disposal to spend, how we're going to use it. And you're talking uh, about the congregational uh, meetings. Congregational on. meetings, yeah. yeah. So or when we're learning about um, our history with our indigenous neighbors and how we have either been ignorant or unaware of the dynamics of how things have operated and how we've um, marginalized the indigenous people. Um, that's all work slash worship. You know, like mm-hmm. we, we need to become more co- comfortable with our life as a church is, is much more, um, it's broader than singing some songs and praying and hearing a message. Yeah. So um, that's why we're so frustrated and also wanting to wrestle with the language because the language matters how we talk about things. Mm-hmm. It says we're talking. I, yeah, I, I think language really matters a lot to us. So that's why we want to struggle with it. And, um, I like Sunday A and Sunday B. Oh. I, I, well, I'm struggling with option A because it's like, it sounds like on each Sunday there's going to be an option. Okay. But on on Sunday A, it's not an option. It's just Sunday A is is like the communal kind of worship yeah. service in a traditional way. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm. You know, we need yeah, your this, help, you, this, you people. I, I like this. I mean, we're you're you're seeing how the sausage gets made here in uh, the seeds leadership. Um, yeah, I like that Sunday A, Sunday B. It actually reminds me a little bit of uh, like in the school environment where I teach a course. There's a two-day schedule, and we alternate between day ones and day twos, and different things happen on day one than on day twos. And uh, in fact, in our environment that I'm in, there's actually a third day called uh, Wild Days, which is sort of like that's much more experimental. Many different things can happen on those days, and they only happen every once in a while. Um, so maybe, maybe Sunday A, Sunday B. My biggest, um, concern, uh, is that people that are just showing up for the first time, um, will not know what's, what the heck is going on. Cause yeah. this is very different. So I'm concerned the most, not for shaking up people that, what that we've always yeah. done this, this this way you know uh, my concern is that that people that are showing up have a clear way of being um invited in yeah so anyway uh i think we're going to keep that nice and short and sweet we're almost at the 20 minute mark and uh we are as always open to your questions feedback suggestions yeah and i'm just going to give us a little bit of a preview of the next time we release a podcast. We're hoping that this next week we're going to have a conversation with Aaron Funk Wheeler, who directs our children ministry at Seeds. And um, we want to talk a little bit about how when we meet on Sunday A or option A, how children are being involved in our worship, probably in a different way than we've done that in our, in our history. So again, we're trying to figure out how we can create environments, not just for people of a certain age, but for of all ages and how we can do that as a community together. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Hopefully, if all works out, we'll be able to drop that next week. Um, 
just before we're about to have another Sunday option A Sunday. So it's good to be with you. Thanks for wrestling with us and uh, for uh, yeah giving us the space to um, to be this type of community. Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. Thanks everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye.